So welcome to the Secret Garden Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm George. I'm Darren. If you're new to this podcast, in each episode we are joined by our guests, ranging from celebrity hairstylists, beauty gurus to TV personalities, to have a fun chat about their best and worst personal hair experiences. We will be also serving you some tea and juicy details about celebrity gossip. So, welcome to the show, Michael. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me in. That's all right, baby. It's so <laughs> nice to have you and to finally meet you after like speaking on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So, let's go straight into it. So, you learned to swim at the age of four. Yes. Yeah. So, tell us a bit about that because I was reading a bit. Is it, is it your mum and dad? Can't they swim? Yeah, or? they couldn't swim. I've taught them now. Which Have is you? Good. Yeah. yeah. But they couldn't swim. And I think that's why they really just wanted me and my younger brother to learn to swim. I think swimming is such a skill. We all go on holiday. We all have access to the water so I think they just wanted me to master that skill and to be honest I didn't like it at first the didn't water you? was really cold oh my god but I think I just love challenging myself I loved almost breaking the stereotypes because you know there wasn't really many black mixed race people swimming yeah yeah, um, yeah. so I did kind of feel quite isolated for a long time but I think I liked being different I like proving people wrong and 100% and how did your mum and dad feel when they first started to learn to swim were they nervous like you? Is that why they never did it? Yeah, I think it's just the fear of drowning. And I think that's yeah. what, you know, it's so common yeah, in so many it people. It's, you know, just not being able to breathe. And actually, breathing is the hardest thing in swimming because you do panic and you don't know yeah. when to always breathe. But yeah, now I'm I'm a professional swimmer. It just comes naturally to me. <laughs> Love that. I bet your mum and dad couldn't believe it considering you could never swim. Yeah, no one in my family could swim that's either. Mad. So it's not like it's kind of come down, you know, the heritage. It's just... Me and my younger brother and just, yeah, just learning. It was great. Oh, and the whole drowning thing. I don't know about you, Darren, but we can all maybe relate to this. Have you ever had that weird dream where like you're dreaming and then like you're drowning in your dream? Have you never had that? No. Yeah, I've had that. And that does mean something, you know, honestly, that means something. something? Like, don't know, like probably worried about life and then you're drowning in your dream. It's weird. It's like when your teeth fall out. Have you ever had that? No. (laughs) Have you never had that? Oh my god! Right. I've had the one at the end edge of a cliff. And yeah, you wake up. But well, now you both that. know oh, what yeah. you're going to be dreaming about. Like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bit like that, babe. But you're drowning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you were dreaming about tonight, both your oh, teeth gosh. falling out or drowning. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, so you earned your first national time in the Kurunjimita butterfly. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, everyone says that's the hardest stroke. The butterfly yeah, stroke. Yeah, and I actually do agree. I think it is the hardest, I want to say. because you're putting all your weight into it, really, aren't you? It's really Yeah, hard. I think it's all about just working with the water rather than fighting against it. Yeah. So my hips have got to be up high. I've got to be just accelerating, being on top of the water. But, you know, swimming butterfly is very much arm-dominated. Okay, so, okay, yeah. so for the non-swimmers yeah. out there, because, like, my best mate, she can't swim either. So she'd be like, George, what the fuck is a butterfly? <laughs> and I even said this earlier, didn't I? Yeah, the butterfly. Yeah. Yes. Is it where you... Do you what do you do? Like this? Yeah, legs together, arms like that. coming over together. Yeah. Okay. So. It's like dolphin legs, but then, like, butterfly arms. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a lot of... Yeah, just you got to be switched on. You've got to have a lot of energy, surely, and for that. I can imagine, like, yeah. in, the, in the outer lanes, it's more harder because you've got the waves crashing against you. Yeah, I think kind of the more professional you get, there's anti-wave kind of lane ropes. The waves? Um, what do you mean? Like, yeah, the, the wash of everyone else. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> yeah. what pool have you been in, Darren? Oh, it no. just sounds like the sea. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I think like going to like world championships, it's always like seeded. So like the fastest person will always be in the middle. Yeah. And the slower kind of, it'll be like a little bit like an arrow. But yeah, I think Butterfly chose me really. Is that your, is that your favourite stroke? My favourite stroke. I love the freestyle as well, but I used yeah, to do IMs, so like individual medley. So I used to do all four strokes anyway, kind of oh, like really? competition. And that's so. not it's hard work. So it's, you do like one <laughs> after the other? Yeah. Butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, front crawl. And oh my God. Yeah. But I think I just, I loved it. You yeah. Know? And I think because I've done it from such a young age, it just comes naturally to me now. And so did you literally start from four? Yeah. Was that really? Yeah. Wow. I moved to a swimming club when I was seven um, and got my first national time when I was 12, 13, I think. That's so, so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Imagine if we started hair at four, Darren, started cutting hair. <laughs> well to be fair I did chop my sister's fringe off before no but, yeah. well it's not <laughs> no. yeah I did started early <laughs> <laughs> I did true story love that so let's talk a little bit about pride and coming out because yeah. I know me and Darren can definitely say we are like in that community we yeah. love it and yeah. like as a salon we're, we're so strong about it as well yeah definitely yeah. and um, I know we're having a quick brief chat about it before weren't we so let's yeah. just talk a little bit more it and more about that so mm. when you was at school and everything how did you did you know you was going to be part of that community or was it confusing for you at school yeah I think because of swimming because I was in the changing room with lots of boys and ch- you know I just felt a little bit uncomfortable I guess exploring my sexuality yeah so I think you know those first thoughts came in about 14 15 years old which it's quite late, really. I think I was a little bit of a late developer anyway. But Nothing wrong with that, babe. No. Yeah, yeah, no. And I, I, I genuinely feel like... like... the same. Like, I don't know when I sort of felt like I fell at them. Yeah, I was always different. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I always... Yeah, we was just very different around everyone. I was very bubbly and happy all the time. But It's weird, though, isn't it, this word different, don't you think? Yeah. Because it's like... I, I hate when people use different, because I'm like... It's, but what is different? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's yeah. so weird, isn't it? Because I think people growing up, like especially like around our age and stuff now, there's no such thing I don't think is different anymore. But like back when you're like young, then yeah, yeah like you say, different was yeah. such a thing, wasn't it? It was so hard. It was. And I feel like it's got a lot easier now. Or yeah. maybe. You, you just don't know, though, do you? I know. Yeah. I think like I got bullied when I was at school. So yeah. I felt like because I was different. And because of that, because of swimming, I was already doing something that not many people were doing. You know, I was getting up at half four in the morning to go training for two hours and then doing it again after school. So I think I was already just so strange as a, as a person as going, Mm. you know, going to school and stuff that I didn't want to be further different because there was nobody who was openly gay in school. There was no one talking about it. And yeah, I found that really hard. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, like, like I said, like we can relate and stuff as well, can't we? Like, so it is, that is tough, isn't it? Like, that's really tough. Yeah. And you do, you feel like, um, you are so different because you are getting bullied and it's so strange to think, you're like, why, why is it happening to me? Why nobody else? Don't you? Yeah. And you know, I think for a long time, I found my identity in swimming. I think because I was starting to get good, I was getting national times and, you know, I had all these goals in swimming that, I kind of said, forget about Michael the person, you know, I'm Michael the swimmer. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, that was the journey for me. And I think that's why it kind of everything happened so late for me. That mm. yeah. It's was... amazing though, isn't it, really? Because like look at you now and everything you've achieved. Yeah. And like when did you actually feel like like I can be Michael now and yeah. that's me and I don't have to cover or do anything and yeah. like that? Um so when I was 
18, 19, I moved to the London Performance Programme. Tom Daly was training there. He's always in, obviously in the diving pool. Yeah. And I was in the swimming pool. And I think he really took me under his wing just to help me, gave me advice and didn't necessarily come out. I don't think I had to come out to him, but yeah. he just allowed me to love myself, you know, and showed me, took me to my first nightclub. Did he? Love that. Yeah, just kind of showed me what... did you say anything to him at that point or not? I think he just knew I was struggling. Yeah, um, you could see that. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't really have a social life. My social life was swimming. So yeah. I think it was just nice to have a bit of a social life and, you know, go out and, you know, be welcomed into the LGBT community without really having to say anything and yeah. feel accepted. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think a big thing as well, like you just really want to feel accepted, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think, oh, the, you know, the LGBT community now is just it's family. You yeah, know, it's your second family. It is so loving, caring, and there's so many people that have similar experiences. So share them. You know. Yeah, and was you worried, uh, like when you were swimming, that telling people would make your make you not feel as masculine or anything like that? Oh, definitely. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, we've all got to stand on the blocks and, you know, yeah. go head to head, race yes. against each other. That happens to a lot of footballers as well. Like they've started coming out more and things like that. So it, it's really nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And you feel like you become almost like for yourself. I feel like in your industry, you could become a bit of like a bit of a role model, a bit like people would look up to you, yeah. like with like Tom and stuff like that as well. It's the same thing, isn't it? I know like a lot of people would look up to them and then. Did you go on to win like a pride a pride award? Yeah. So I came out as gay on a dating show. Yeah. Um, I'd never actually been on a date before. I'd never kind of put myself out there. So it was nice to kind of just be myself, be in yeah. a villa with like-minded people. And I think that was the first time I spoke about it in sport. I think oh, wow. obviously in sport, it's very much, you know, you're there to do a job. Yeah. There's that professional athlete. And um, I think I was just ready to find out who Michael was as a person yeah, and just yeah. do it on that sporting level. And yeah, just for fighting and obviously raising awareness. Yeah, I got an Attitude Pride Award. That's amazing. Love it. that. That's well <laughs> good. So, so how did you feel with that? So you like, you came out on the dating show? Yeah, I think, yeah, I was just ready. You yeah. know, like that year I missed the Commonwealth Games team. So I was quite kind of cut up about that. Yeah. And I realized that I just wasn't happy, you know, and yes, there was swimming, but take away swimming not really happy and I just needed to yeah live my authentic self to to be happy I think so and I think it's such a journey as well isn't it so like it's so nice like I think for you to do that show you needed to do it to come yeah. out and do all that and yeah you missed the games and stuff but really that was the most important thing in your life yeah did and you, then from then you... on I just kind of kept improving and oh. kind of which was great so. yeah smashing it babe love that <laughs> did anybody literally know though when you went like before the dating show um, my family knew. Oh, yeah, I told okay. my I told my mum. Yeah. Um, and my mum told my family because I didn't really want to have loads of conversations. Yeah. Think, yeah, to be honest. Like, the reason why I went on a public dating show was because, you know, I didn't want to have to sit down with everyone and say, so I'm gay, yeah. this is who I am. I just wanted to just live my life and just, you know, allow everyone to kind of see it on screen and then... Yeah, yeah look that. Instead of telling a few family members, you just told the whole everybody who watches the telly. I know. Love it. It's dawned. It was scary. Yeah, um, I mean, go for it because um, it was the by life, wasn't it? That <laughs> yeah. year on. And what what channel was that on? E Entertainment. E Entertainment. Yeah, okay, so. cool. So can you still stream that now? Is that still? Can people still stream I think it? So yeah, yeah. It was such another lifetime ago in 2018. Yeah, was, yeah. But... That's nuts, isn't it? That's so long ago now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned in one of your interviews that you didn't really grow up with like 
LGBT role models and yeah. especially like LGBT black role models. Like, did that really affect you? Did that, was that something you wanted like to look up to? I think it's so important to be seen and, yeah. you know, to see something that you can be. You know, if you can see it, you can be it. I've heard that phrase a lot. But I think for me, there was nobody who did look like me, no one that acted like me. And I think, you know, I just wanted to isolate myself even more. But actually now I'm like, I want people to see that, you know, have that representation, those role models to look up to and know that it's okay. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like there's so much more role models now, isn't there? So much more. Yeah. So yeah, no, that that's great really, isn't it? So let's talk a little bit about the Tokyo Olympics because you went back to Jamaica after what, four years of not being there and yeah. you were representing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually went back for a documentary to okay. you know, ultimately aiming towards Commonwealth Games. Um, me and Tom Daly are a patron for the Kaleidoscope Trust charity. Amazing. And yeah, just basically wanted to just fly the flag and just see what's going on in different countries. Obviously, it is illegal to be gay in Jamaica. Yeah. And I think so many people just couldn't understand think that. that'll ever change. I think I the work I'm doing, hopefully yeah. it will. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. really trying to do what I can because, you know, no one should have to represent their country and know that you know if they do go back to Jamaica their home like it will they'll be you know criminalized so that's because what what is let's say the punishment for for being gay in Jamaica what is the I think I think we've come a long way I feel like now if you hold hands on the streets you're not just going to be put into prison but you know like kind of on paper you know it does show that you should get arrested you should get a warning and no that's just no it's not it's like the most men it's so harsh it's unreal so talking about the by life um did so did Courtney Act offer you like any advice like since coming out because she was was she the host of the show yeah yeah before that I'd never seen drag yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so for me and she's a great drag queen amazing very inspiring and you know she was very much you know in the villa with us rather than just being a host she was very much you know in all of our personal journeys so yeah just she was really lovely I think her advice was you know never be ashamed just own who you are I think she's obviously shared a few experiences as well She's had kind of yeah, in yeah, Australia yeah. and in the UK and, you know, yes, I'm a sportsman, but I need to own that, you know, and yes, I'm now a gay sportsman and that's okay. And I think what a great host for the show. Don't you think? Like, how amazing was that? Yeah. Okay. So going back to Jamaica, you hadn't been on Jamaican soil for what, like four years? Yeah. I think, you know, as soon as I came out, I felt like I was a little bit of a target in Jamaica for, you know, just being an advocate. And, and you're going back for like a documentary, weren't you? Yeah. I went back with Tom actually, which was quite nice because, you know, I was kind of nearing the end of my kind of competition kind of phase. That yeah, it was yeah. nice to kind of reconnect with him properly out in Jamaica. Like, I don't think I would have gone if it wasn't for him. And, you know, just, we're just trying to fight for LGBT rights. That's what we're doing. Yeah, because it's quite harsh, isn't it, in Jamaica? Like, if you were gay, it's like, you still get a punishment, don't you? Yeah, it's illegal still, which is just absolutely horrifying. And It's so, crazy. So yeah. many people out there are just, you know, wanting to be authentic, wanting yeah. to live their true self, but are just so scared of punishment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to live there. Like, I'd just be too on, too on edge, wouldn't yeah. I? And do you think being with Tom, it made it a lot easier, or...? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was pros and cons, because obviously... Me being who I am out in Jamaica and Tom being having such a big profile as well, I feel like we felt even more targeted. Yeah. Um, but actually, we had security guards with us, and I think it was just nice to you know be there with someone and definitely do it def- together. Yeah, hundred percent. 
So with the bar life, I know you had this amazing host. You had the gorgeous Courtney Axe. Yeah. And how how was that? Did you feel like, did she give you any advice or anything after the show? Yeah, I think, you know, well, per- firstly, I didn't even really know who Courtney Axe was, which I feel so bad now being part of it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she met, oh, I watched um, RuPaul's Drag Race season six that she was on as well. Yeah. So I saw that, yeah. which was really nice but I saw that after the show but I think it was just so nice she was part of one of you know she's one of us really even though she was a host she was still kind of in the villa giving us advice on all of our journeys so I think that was so nice that's so nice because you feel like you actually get to know her a bit more don't you as well as being the host no definitely and I think her advice was just never be ashamed I think being a sportsman I always felt like I had to have this persona but you know we don't have to do that we can be whoever we want to be I think she shares some experiences with her journey of you know name calling and just the abuse that people get sometimes and that's okay we just need to prove them wrong Mm. absolutely and okay so let's let's talk a little bit about hair because I would love to know and I'm sure Darren would love to know is when you're swimming do a lot of swimmers always have short hair like yourself or Mm -hmm. are they allowed to have it longer is it just a faff when it's long oh well I would love long hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had an afro when I was younger. Did you? Um, I, I, I just found it so hard to maintain. I think, like, you know, it just takes all the moisture out of the hair. And, and just how being big in the are we talking with this bro? Like, how well, big? Yeah. <laughs> like, this big? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I'd be, I'd be the person to get, like, a fork and stick it in the hair. <laughs> I would. Would you? Like a silver fork, too. Like an oh, actual babe. silver fork. But, I mean, this is the thing. So, with... With when you had the fro, let's mm. say, how you can't get a swimming cap on. Yeah. Can you? Too. Yeah, but how could you get it on top of the... Well, it's tight. Yeah, it was tight. But yeah. <laughs> now I do feel like there's more diverse product around. So yeah. you know, yeah. there's now bigger swim hats that are now allowed in the Olympics, for example. So, really? Yeah. So I think, you know, we are, we're slowly catching up with, with, yeah, where it should be really. And love that. So, so, so would you have a great back then? Now you're allowed bigger swim caps. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I need to advise like how to maintain it because yeah. it's hard. I it like, is hard. Yeah. I always think what looks oh, quite wow. cool is if you like still have it short here, like tuck it in here and then it comes no. out. <laughs> no? Don't you like that? Get your hands in there and give it a good shake. <laughs> Do you? Wear it wild. See them curl form. See, I think I'd have to have some wearing. sort of some sort of pattern in my hair. Pattern? Is that how yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. So... Oh, what, like, a, like, like maybe some swimming waves. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, yeah, you could. Like, a butterfly. You could have the butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Your favourite, your favourite lotion. That. Yeah, love that would that. be, um, yeah, a fashion, fashion statement for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would, wouldn't it? It would. It would be so cool that I was saying to Darren, I'd love, you know, when you see like the leopard print pattern or yeah. something. Oh, imagine. Oh, imagine. If we just like bleach Michael's hair up and just started doing like a little bit of I know, but I was thinking. Feel mental if you did that. No. No, I think you'd love it. Yeah, I think you'd love it. Put like a pride flag on your head. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. It would be cool. So when you're swimming as well, like, do you have to like shave body hair? Does that actually make a difference? Really? I think, yeah, the one thing that swimmers 
that everyone done apart from me was shave their arms. I just don't like shaving oh, yeah. my arms. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I can really feel the difference but when you, know you dive say, in. I'm like, if you shave, is that going to make a difference? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think, you know, we do so much to, we wear the tightest racing jammers yeah. that repels water. Yeah. And we do so much. So I think people say, you know, why not shave your hair, your body hair? Because, you know, every little millisecond counts. Wow, I mean, true. Did true. you shave your legs as well? Yeah. yeah. So painful growing back, honestly. Yeah, really? Yeah. Sacrifice. Itchy. <laughs> Itchy. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I mean, so to be fair then, with your afro, you couldn't really have that because then that would make no sense, would it? Yeah. Like That I would wear, slow you down, surely. Yeah. I wear a bullet hat, which is like, there's no kind of line on the hat. Yeah. But yeah, obviously it will be a bit bigger. So I guess the shorter, the better. But girls mm. do it, you know? And I yeah, think, yeah. I think a lot of people, that, that I think the stereotype is, you know, especially for mixed race and black people is, do I want to do sewing because, you know, of, mm. of, of the hair? And, you know, I think that is a common theme of why people yeah. are anxious about doing it. But I think there's ways around it, but you've just got to, you just be on it really and just make sure that you're, pro- you're protecting your hair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All that chlorine in your hair, babe. know. Michael would be rinsed. You'd see it <laughs> up the back and then I'd be at the other yeah. end. So obviously I'd be quick. You know what I mean? Rinse that chlorine yeah. Um, but obviously, I think Darren missed this, but you were saying that you've just retired from swimming. Yeah, I've just retired May last year, which <gasps> it's always the hardest decision because swimming's been my life. You know, yeah. I've done it since... I was four, so I think it was a very hard decision. But so, what does this mean? Like, this means like actually no more swimming, like no more competitive swimming, no more competitive swimming. Oh my god! Which, to be honest, I love the training. You know, I live for the training, yeah. being with the team. But going to competitions for me, I was always very nervous. You know, I was always very anxious, and actually, it's quite nice not to go to competitions now and actually yeah. compete and put my body through that. I miss the training. I miss my teammates. I miss being mm. part of that team. Yeah, um, you don't. You don't miss feeling sick though when you train and do you? I oh, just yeah, like it's, it's sicky I do. feeling. You just you? you're what? so fit. Do you? you? Just, yeah, I would never be as fit as I was. Oh yeah, hard. true. I mean, it's no, honestly, cause it's like my sister's mate, she used to swim. Yeah. And she honestly says the same thing. She yeah. was literally like, you'll never be as fit, George. Like you sw- cause she'd go like you in the morning, two hours after yeah. all that. Like, yeah, but you can do it in other ways. Yeah. You can exercise. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise is a swear word. Yeah. <laughs> the gym. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. What is the gym? I think, I think for like swimming, I was in the water 22 hours a week. Yeah. And then I had gym on top of that. And, you know, even when I go to the gym now, I'm not going to go anywhere near, you know, over 25 hours of. All you're seeing at the gym now, babe, is. No, yeah. listen, all I've seen at the gym now is the hot tub, the jacuzzi. <laughs> you don't enter the pool anymore, babe. That's it. True. Just straight. To be fair, I have actually swum a couple of times. Have you? Do, yeah. Do you feel naughty it. now when you do it? It's like, <laughs> I'm just, I just can't look at my times because I'm yeah. so off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I miss my six pack. Like, it's just, it's not there know, anymore. Babe. I wouldn't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm happy just for one half. That'll do me. <laughs> Literally forget the other five. I, do you know what? I was quite good because I did competitive swimming when I was younger. And I did. I had a good body. Oh, this point. is a newsflash. Yeah. Literally. We're just hearing this. Yeah. Like, wow. This is it. But yeah, it just went out the window when I was like 16, 17. I could not do it anymore. Like you, four o'clock in the morning and after school. No. You thought. So, it's a big And then, like, it's because I went into the world of, like, working, earning money and things like that. And I was like, I can't do both. So yeah. I was like... So you're doing your swimming as a hobby? 
I was doing swimming as a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And I was competing as well, which oh. was really hard. Darren, this is new info. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. This is new kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So to sum yeah. it up, have we got any like words of wisdom for anybody like in your industry where they might be feeling like scared to come out or scared to even go into swimming because they don't feel like they can swim or aren't confident enough. Yeah. Is there any advice that you would give? Yeah, I think, you know, one size doesn't fit all. I think sometimes you see an athlete and you want to be like them and you try to really change yourself to be like them, but we don't have to change who we are to to be successful, to kind of reach the top. You know, being mixed race, being gay, like, yes, yeah. it's changed the journey in my experiences, but, you know, I've still managed to go to two world championships and, and live my best life, you know? So yeah. I just wish that, I guess, when I was a bit younger, I felt like I could accept myself more and give myself the love that I deserved. Um, so yeah, I want that for people now. I want people to feel loved and just love what Definitely. they do. Definitely. And I think almost like, just do it. Like, if you're scared, like, who cares? Just do it. It doesn't matter. No. People will be there to help you. Yeah. And just, just go live that dream, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing is actually coming out. Like, it's so scary. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you can do it. But yeah. You can do it. So thanks for joining us, Michael. It's been Thank so you. good having you. <laughs> Join us again next time for more juicy chat and follow us in your favourite podcast app so that you won't miss our next episode. Please don't forget to rate and review our show.